Welcome back to the Good News Podcast. I'm Anna, and alongside me I have... Marcus. Woo! You know I hate saying my name, but I'm able to do it anyway. Mm. I love my name. I just, I've had speech problems. Can't say my asses. Say it again. Marcus. I struggle with it, but I've, gone, I've gotten better. Marcus. Yeah, we're getting better. Say it one more time. Marcus. I'm not saying it again. So Marcus, no, say no, it one more time. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to our second episode of the Good News Podcast. We're happy to be here. Um, yeah, we're only like three weeks late, but that's okay. No, it was like a month late. Yeah, something, something like that. Well, we wanted to apologize for being so MIA and delayed. MIA? And- <laughs> You're hilarious. Is that the right term? Be, I think they get the point, right? Well, for being delayed with our second episode because things just keep coming up in our lives and as good things, good things, good are things, not bad but things. being like teenagers, still young, like yeah, a lot I'm, of things come up. I'm 19. Well, and I, I guess I'm still a teen. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. It literally <laughs> that has. That was an Anna. Literally, literally, you just pulled an Anna. <laughs> it literally has teen in the age 19, and I said. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Well... Sorry. We just went for a, like... We just walked a 5K, so my brain's still trying to get back so, to So, yeah. Mode. Bear with us here. Um, But, yeah. Things just keep coming up in our lives, and due to that, we are going to be moving our um, episodes that come out to once a month, but if yeah. we have more time, we're going to be, like, doing more within a month, but... Basically, we're just gonna post as much as we can. It's but like leaving funny. it at the standard of one yeah. a month. Well, it's funny how this one worked out because like we had our like what we wanted to say ready, like three weeks ago, but we could never find time to record it. And then whenever we did find time, I had that thing with my tire, so we couldn't record it then. Yeah, and so then it was we just went. Like, everything we've been trying to do, like days that we set aside to record, it just hasn't been working out. But. You we're got here. Us now. You got, we're, we're here back. Now. We're Episode back. number two, baby. Let's go. Um, just an update in our lives. We just went to see Maverick City over the oh, weekend. Oh, it was incredible. And Lecrae, which was so Lecrae. amazing. We're, I think we were the only two people who really appreciated how amazing Lecrae is. Yeah, we're obsessed. We were going hard, and everyone else was like, like people were sitting in their seats, and we were like, come on, people get hype. It's Lecrae. And like, <laughs> arguably the best Christian rapper. Andy Minio's up there. That's mm. uh, pretty close. But But Maverick City's all time. Maverick City wasn't highest yeah. level. It was a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Like it was beautiful. Amazing is all I could yeah. ever say. Best night ever. Best night we, ever. We actually drove down to Baltimore to see them. We didn't drive. Our parents, our parents sure. wouldn't let us, but we had our families come. And it was just, it was a really cool experience. Just it was also such a beautiful city. Just to yeah, walk around. I've never eat. been there. You you said you were there before. I was there when I was like three years yeah. old. But I didn't expect it. You know, five I'm, years old, not three. You know, I'm a <laughs> I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I didn't. Well, exp- we, we saw I didn't, the Ravens. I didn't, I didn't, the Ravens. There? Yeah, I didn't expect too much from a city like Baltimore. <laughs> oh gosh. There's my Steelers plug. There we go. All right. Well, so, yeah. Some more updates, Marcus. What's going on in your life? What's going on in my life? Yeah. You know, pretty much the huge been going through, you know. The huge. Um, been going to classes for school, and then been going to work, working, starting a small group. Whoop, whoop, any um, teenage boys out there. Who know me. 
who reach know out. you reach I'll, out. I'll talk to you. Um, maybe it. down the road we'll share some contact information, but yeah, not, as of not right yet. now, we're not. Yeah, not yet. But <clears> yes, <throat> get plugged in if you guys want to. Yeah, get get plugged in. So I'm starting that tomorrow. Got our first meeting. Looking, What's the base? Looking forward to it. I was just gonna read. I I kind of just want to give a foundation of what it's like to uh, read your Bible on your own with these guys that I'm doing the group with and leading in the group. Just going to walk them through the gospel, and then kind of we're going to walk through Romans, things like that, First Corinthians, John, first, first, second, and third John. Good. Just That's trying really to good. get each of us in a position where we're motivated ourselves to read it on our own. And just have yeah. like friends to yeah. build. It's, it's good Christ. to have a community like a smaller community where you can really talk about things and hold each other accountable. Yeah, so. because little do you know, things that you're struggling with, your Maybe, best friend yeah. could be struggling with. Most of the time it is true, especially when you're around the same ages and area. So, yeah, hoping, so hoping there can be a big movement in that. And what age group is that again? It's not really an age group. It's just uh, really uh, males, young adult males, I'd say, yeah. So kind of an age group. I mean, I'm not going to like put put limits on how old you have to be i'm not really a fan of doing that but you get the point <laughs> okay well there you have it um join if you know marcus um reach out if you need a contact information if you anything. guys know us and you need to talk about anything we'll talk to you like you don't have to join our be like you don't hey have to girl, join our groups hey for us to talk to you about things i mean we're happy to always i mean you guys are our listeners and we want to make sure our listeners are doing well right What's so weird, weird to say, second episode, calling people our listeners. Ugh. But, again, we might not know the answer, so... We'll probably just pray with you. We, not, we might not know the answer to everything, but there's one thing we can always do, and that's pray with someone. So we'll probably yeah. offer that to you, if we don't know what we're talking about, or we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, guide you to people who might know the answer. What, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what's been up in my life is... Swimming starts in two weeks, high school mm. swimming, which I have not been in a pool for two years um, due to COVID and not swimming in the YMCA, but I mean, let's I'm be honest, swimming, swimming is extremely difficult. Very. I mean, if you know me, like, on a personal level, you know swimming <laughs> is very difficult. And then you got Anna over here. I mean, she's like a dolphin swimming in Oh, there. my god! I don't know how she does so it. Weird. I'll go to your swim meets, and I'm just like... Yeah, I could maybe do that in half the time. Like, you know, double the time that you just did it, so. I've always um, found that funny. Oh, my goodness. But then again, it's like the same thing, like baseball with me. Like, if you try yeah, to play baseball. Yeah, I baseball. Yeah, so. Um, but I also got a new job. I started this past weekend. Professional dishwasher in the building. <laughs> but I'm turning an adult soon, next month. Um, so. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be bringing You're in the big bucks. You're going to be 18, bucks. dude. That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. Um, well, you know, I'm cooler than you because I'm 19, so. <laughs> but you can wash dishes better than me then. Oh, I'm a really good dishwasher. But hopefully you become a server, right? You're going to be a yes. server soon when you turn 18. Hopefully. It looks very fun. But. It does look very fun. I mean, stressful. It's stressful? But very fun. So you're talking about serving or washing dishes? Are the dishes giving you a hard time? Yeah, whenever you don't know how to work the sprayer and you spray <laughs> wedding soup all over your face and then oh, your good. person working with you just <laughs>, laughs and says, you got to learn from your mistakes. That's so funny. I, I, I probably would have said the same thing, though. <laughs> That's super funny. So. So. You guys are probably listening right now and you're like, wait, 
I thought this was supposed to be like a Christian Bible podcast. Why are they talking about themselves the whole time? Well, guess what? We're here to please you now. We're going to dive in now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for oh, going on a rant, you know. There's a- so much to talk about life, you know. Yeah, life's amazing. Life we is, wanted to share you know, with you guys, life, our listeners. As Drake and Future say, <laughs> life is good, you know. Oh, my goodness. I know my Drake and Future fans will appreciate that one. But anyway, today we got something pretty cool talking about, um, so, you'd think maybe we'd, like, put a verse or two in there and talk about a few no. verses. But no, we're going to do... We've got do, a whole chapter here. Yeah, we're going to basically do an entire chapter. And that chapter is in Second Timothy, and it's chapter 2. Um, we'll probably read from verse 1 to verse 13. Uh, we might just read the rest, just, just because it's only about 13 more verses. So, just to give some background information... Um, yeah. Paul is writing to Timothy. Well, first, if you guys want to take out your Bibles, oh yeah, that's a super good idea. And um, yeah, because this is going to be a lot of reading from us in in the passage. So if you just want to follow along, it'll be hard to kind of memorize everything I said. Yeah. So, but do you want to lead us off? We're going to give you ten seconds right now. Get your Bible ready. Go go. You, you what time to. are you? You have to. We have a clock going. Tick tick mm-hmm. tick. All right. Do you want to lead us off in prayer to start? Yeah. Okay, so, <clears throat> sorry, I cleared my throat. That probably just destroyed your speakers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, would you please be with us as we record this episode? Would you reveal things through your words so that we can reach everyone who's listening? Uh, would you let these words that we read and the things that we speak over their lives today to transform them, not just in a moment, but over a lifetime? Um we ask that you would reveal things to us that we did not originally see, and uh, we ask that you would take over, um, take over the things that we say. Use your Holy Spirit to guide us as we go through this podcast, and uh, transform each life that listens to it. In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. So to get started, we're in Second Timothy chapter two. Yep. Um, Paul kind of gives a guideline to four major components of the Christian lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so this is a letter, yeah, so, right? Yeah, so it's so like background kind of. Paul is, Paul tends, we tend, in the New Testament we see a lot of letters that Paul writes to churches, or in this specific case he's writing to Timothy. And Timothy is kind of someone who was like under Paul's wing, you could say. Like Paul kind of helped to bring him up to be a pastor. And so Timothy is like a young pastor, and Paul's sort of writing to Timothy to encourage him to kind of spark a fire. And to uses. give him advice. Um, yeah, to kind of like encourage him to keep going on this walk. And he kind of gives him these four components that you were talking about to use in his ministry. But these, we see this often, like, these were specific towards Timothy for his ministry but they can also be used in a non-pastor's life as just a christian lifestyle of how you should be living and And we're going to give you these four steps to kind of build your life upon as a good foundation yeah good that kind of reminds me of the song Mm -hmm. which one the build your life yeah i'm just not Uh, singing on here because yeah we're working on our singing. We're we're both working on our singing voices. Today. It's not going. Good. Anna Anna plays the piano very well, so I'm sure she knows how to play that song probably. Yes, I do. Um, yeah. but we just want to reassure you all that this isn't 
um, a step-by-step process. It's just like a collection of methods, oh, yeah, yeah. but they're in no specific order. It's yeah. just what we found that really stuck out to us yep. in this um, chapter two. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, good thing you said that. I actually forgot to mention that because that might have confused some people. Um, <laughs> All right. So I remember telling you guys you got like 10 seconds. Hopefully... Oh, hopefully we gave you two minutes. Hopefully your two minutes and 30 seconds was long enough to get it out. But I'm going to go ahead and read it now. We're All starting right. chapter two, verse one. Um, the appeal renewed. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, can you say that word? Similarly. That one always messes me up. Similarly. Come on, Marcus, get it together. Anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember, Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they, may, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure... We will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. I really liked that verse. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, mm-hmm. because that means so much in our day-to-day lives. Yep. We'll talk about that later on as well. Get more in-depth with that verse. Um, yeah, I really was struggling there. Remember, we were talking about how I need to work on my breathing when I read. <laughs> I was like halfway through and I forgot to breathe and I was like, <sighs> Now you're out of air. breath, I can yeah. hear it. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is what I'm talking I'm trying to give myself some time to catch myself. <laughs> All right, so as you were reading, you may have picked up on some of those components that we're going to read, but the first component is actually in verse one. And but bam, right off the bat, it's yeah, there. Right, right to the point. That's how we like it. And he says, you then, my son, be strong. In the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So the first component that we are introducing today is to be strong and find strength in the grace of God. Right. So in our life, we all need strength and endurance. Right. What we're called to doing is not going to be easy. A lot of the times we know that we're doing, we're going on the right path because it is hard. And and in order for us to fulfill what God's placed in our life, we need this strength and we need this endurance. That he gives us. Exactly. It's only from him. So, yeah, exactly. It's only from him. That strength is, um, comes from God. And he's always willing to give us our strength. It's the same idea as, like, um, that people use with the salvation and grace of God. He's always willing to give you grace and salvation. You just have to accept it. It's the same thing with the strength. He's always offering up his strength. You just have to accept it. Right. And in order to accept that, we have to seek him and rely on his works, but not our own. Exactly, yeah. Because yep. it's all from him. Like, it's all his glory. Exactly, yeah. That's really well said. Um, another really important part that is about this is how the grace of God gives us boldness when we realize we're the children of God, which is, like, 
so often overlooked of how amazing that is. Like, like we as Christians have God on our side. Like, the creator of the universe, like, created all things. He's for us, not against us. Right? Like, whenever yeah. you really think about that in your life and declare that over your life, it, like, brings a sense of urgency and a sense of strength. Like, you're like, I have the God, the most high on my side. I can accomplish whatever I put my mind to. Right? And, like, going off of that, something that's, like, been on my heart is how much God loves you. Like, yeah. Like, I can't even think... Like the word of the Bible or the songs, fathom it. Like, yeah, um, like that someone loves you that much that he dies on the cross. Like, he sends his one we, and only son to die on the cross yeah, for you. It, and it's it's a love that we could never understand, right? exactly. It's this, it's, it's this unconditional, perfect love that no matter how hard we try, we can't fully wrap our heads around how much he loves us. But it's like it's just so incredible to mm-hmm. just just be in the glory of that. And to have praise towards that is just really important. Um, yeah, and, like, what I was thinking was, um, like, he loves you so much that, like, each sin you make, like, he forgives mm-hmm. and forgets it. What mm-hmm. the verse was, Jeremiah 31, 34. I don't know off the top of my yeah, head, but I know 34, what you're referring to. Um, that he forgets our sin. Like, he, he chooses he to chooses, forget yeah. those sins. Well, it's very important. He's, he chooses to forget our like sins. He, he doesn't. He doesn't like. He doesn't, like, erases it from his memory. <laughs> he knows that you've sinned, but he makes a con- like a decision to look at that sin you, you, you did and to still love you anyways. To look at you differently forget, than what you right? look at yourself like. It, yeah, exactly. And it's true in everyone's life. I mean, we've all fallen short of the, um, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, right? But he is for us and not against us. Exactly. And he gives it to us freely. He gives us his grace freely. And that's what really motivates us and gives us strength, right? And it's what really empowers us to spread his word to other people, right? Exactly. That's good. All right. Sorry, guys. We had to take a little break. Marcus had to breathe. I needed water really badly. We're really trying to work on talking. We're not the best. Um, I'm very bad at public speaking. Public speaking. So, but this isn't even public speaking because it's just us in a phone <laughs> recording. Okay, so we're working on it. Bear with us. Um, so the second component we have um, is build your life and ministry upon the word of God. Yeah, so like in this instance, he was talking specifically about Timothy's ministry, building Timothy's ministry, but we can use, like, we can use the same things he says towards our own life. Yeah, and, um, you can see that in verse 2, it says, And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Yep. Um, so in here, Paul is reminding Timothy of the many Bible stories he has heard from Paul among um, the many witnesses. Exactly. Yeah, so like Paul kind of took Timothy under his wing and they went and spread the word to each other. I mean, to other people. And Paul's just kind of reminding him is um, like, don't forget about these things. Don't forget about all the lives we've changed and continue to use that as motivation in your ministry. Um, <clears throat> another thing here is, what he's kind of trying to say is the Bible is the literal, literal word of God. Like his words is what you're reading. Exactly. What, what Paul, Paul's, so Paul's inspired by God. So these are God's words, like, uh, given to us through Paul. Yeah. 
So we can take these as what God is trying to tell us. All right. And <clears throat> honestly, throughout the Bible, I mean, no matter what you're dealing with or whatever situation you're going through, you can find something in the Word of God that will help you in that scenario. I mean, literally every scenario you can go to the Bible and find, find wisdom about what you're dealing with. Because it has every single good deed inside of it. Right? It equips us with every good deed. Mm -hmm. And um, what's really important is, and to really let it transform you, is reading the Bible and search for answers, not validation. Right? Don't go into the Bible saying, oh, I want the Bible to tell me this, and I want it to reassure me of this thing that I believe. You should read the Bible with an open heart, right? Allowing it to transform you and giving you answers in every aspect of life. Like the Bible shouldn't be something that you go to to prove a point that you have. It should be something. Breathe. And, and because <laughs> I forgot to breathe again. Um, it should be something that's the foundation of your life. Every single, every single building block of your life should be based on this. Like the teaching that you're learning from Paul and other writers and Jesus um, use those as le like in life as your foundation. Exactly, and use them to to spread to other people. Um, cause cause it's true that when we read the Word of God, the Holy Spirit does work inside of us, and His presence is among us. And what the Holy Spirit is doing, it's equipping us to go out and reach other people. Right, that's mm -hmm. like our main goal, is to reach as many people as we can. And whenever we read like this we are given insight on these ideas that we can share with other people that you may not even know. I mean, you could just be telling someone about something, not knowing anything about their situation, but it could be exactly what they needed to hear at that time. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Very good stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing is the Bible equips Christians for every good deed. Um, so yeah. it is very important to not drift away from the truth of the Bible um, because it dimin can diminish your walk of faith. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to stay firm to the truths of Jesus and what the Word says. Yeah, exactly. He talks about this in verse 4 and 6. He says, No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, similarly, Anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Um, so it's looking like we are soldiers and God is our commanding officer. Um, so the word of, a go of God is our blueprint, the layout given by our commanding officer. Um, so in the Bible, we can find all the answers to life, like a map of what our lives should look like as Christians. Yeah. Um, and we should be like the soldiers that follow what is inside of the Bible full-heartedly. Um, like we listen to the commands and we re react to those. Yeah, exactly. Specific yeah, that's, way. that's really good. Um, uh, yeah. It's also important not to be like distracted by earthly and temporary things. As he says, that's hard. Yeah. That's extremely difficult. And it's like a way to kind of focus on that is, realizing that as Christians, God's calling us to something eternal and for purpose. our purposes. Because all the things on the earth, no, no matter how pleasurable they may be, there's something In that specific something moment greater. of time. Yeah. But in the end, there's something it's greater. all And he's calling you something more eternal. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's very hard, especially today, because like, I struggle with this in school, like fitting in mm -hmm. with that group. Mm -hmm. Like, 
of course I want to go be with my friends and everything. But I know that God has a higher purpose for me and has a path laid out for me. But I just have to follow him in order to get there. Yeah, that's a really good example. Like understanding that, yeah, this may seem appealing, but God wants to... It's only appealing for that moment in time. And it's this idea of, you know, walking this walk of faith is walking on a narrow path. Right, mm-hmm. the path that not everyone takes. Right, it's the it's it's it can be said the not um, the easy path. Right, because so easily we can drift away from that path. But then we have the Holy Spirit offering us um, conviction, leading us back onto the correct path. Right, and so basically, at at in the moment it can be very hard. But whenever you look back, when you realize you've been following that narrow path, you see how much growth you've really had. Mm-hmm. Um. Another example, I love that example you gave because I think a lot of people who may be listening might be struggling with that same example. A lot of people might struggle with this one. Not struggle, but a lot of people may be able to relate with this one as well. In athletics, it's like if... I mean, you have to follow the rules or you're going to be called out for cheating and you won't win, right? So it's the same way with life. If you want to have a life you can look back on and be proud of, the solution is to keep God and His Word as your priority. The rules of life are given in the Bible... And we're supposed to follow them wholeheartedly. Those of us who do follow God and his word will be the first to receive the share of crop, as he says. That's very good, Kyle. Yeah. All right, so our third component of um, today in Second <clears throat> Timothy chapter 2, um, we actually left out whenever we read it to you guys in the beginning. So we're going to read it right now. But Paul is writing to um, Timothy, and he says... Uh, where is my spot? Oh, do your best. Oh, we're starting at verse 15. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly, which is very powerful. Yeah. What he just said. It's very, it's very powerful. <clears throat> okay. So kind of talk about this i've experienced this before i have to yeah where i mean it's not a bad thing at all to kind of avoid uh scenarios or groups where they're not leading you farther in your christian faith i mean we're not called to do that um at least permanently i think that there is power in um like avoiding these groups getting yourself right with god temporarily i mean we even see this uh, before Jesus starts his ministry, right? He goes into the wilderness and fasts for 40 days to get himself right with God, and then he starts his ministry, right? So it's this idea of you don't want to surround yourself around um, godless chatter, so sometimes you need to take yourself out of a situation where you see it could be leading you to a more ungodly life, and what you have to do is sort of get yourself right with God, and then like take a step back. Take a step back. Get yourself right. And then what you can do is what I would encourage people to do is to try to reach those people who were full of un- uh, godless chatter. And try like take that situation that. and turn it around. Exactly. So like to be for God. Say at that moment you aren't ready yet to lead them because you're not in a position to almost even be leading yourself right. So sort of take that time, get yourself right, and then go back and try to lead them. Um. So I think yeah. that's important. And that comes up in my life, like. 
you know, something happens at school, and yeah. I get worked up about it. School and is all, such a hard place. Like, exactly. And all I want to do is so at study hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more year. Yeah, sorry for um, interrupting you. No, we, you're we good. We were just talking about how I interrupt you all the time on our walk. No, I do it to you, too. Yeah. All right, take it we away. Take it, away. That. take it away. Um, but, yeah, like, at school, something happens, and I'm so worked up. And... Eighth period comes around. I'm mm-hmm. with all my friends. Mm-hmm. We're very close. And all I wanted to do was tell them about what happened and let them not bash what's happening, but give me, like, life to talk. Like, give me life. Give you something to communicate yeah. about. Yeah. And, um, like, speak life in the situation. But then again, I want them to be on my side, which is where I get convicted when mm-hmm. my one friend goes, when she adds a point and goes, well, I don't really want to be gossiping and then yeah at that second it like hits me like geez anna what are you doing yeah, what here are you, what are you doing and you know, so you start, that's you start to when feel the conviction of the holy spirit yes yeah. and yeah. it like kills me but um i think it's good to have those well people it could be it could be a lot worse it could be condemnation from the holy spirit we don't want that <laughs> he offers us conviction which is a nice little subtle like hey and i get back on track there. yeah but, but um, i think it's good to have those people that god really gives you to um not speak life onto your side of the argument mm. of gossiping, but to speak life into getting back onto the right path. Yeah, and something I do want to add, kind of going back to the point I made earlier, with um, like you were surrounded by these people, and now that you got yourself right, you're going back to them. I think one of the problems we can see, or something that's really important, is whenever you start to try to lead people, you need to get their trust first. Mm-hmm. Right, like, if you're not really in a relationship, like, a loving relationship with someone, not, like, loving, love, like, you know what I mean, like, like, you're friends with someone, okay? <laughs> if you're not in that type of relationship with them, if you try to come at them and kind of tell them, hey, these things aren't really God that you need to turn away from this, they'll mm-hmm. see, they won't see that in love. They'll see that in you, in judgment. So what's kind of important is you need to, like, get a sense of trust built up between each other and before you kind of walk them through this journey and i think what happens so often is you see christians you know telling all these people oh you're doing this wrong you're ungodly because you're doing this but they're not offering this love towards that person and that person's only seeing it as judgment and it kind of takes them away from their christian life and kind of makes them think in the back of their mind anytime they hear christian a negative thought because it's one bad instance so what's really important is make sure that you're building a relationship with someone and then kind of walk them through it because if you don't it can sometimes be taken the wrong way now that's not true in every scenario some some people are more open but especially with people who are like kind of closed off to the idea try to build up that relationship and then do it it's really good yeah good yeah. good stuff um <clears throat> so in um verse 13, Paul is telling us, Marcus, do you want to read that? If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Which is my favorite verse in that whole entire chapter. Chapter 2. Mm. So now we've got to finally talk about it. Yeah, there you go. We, we were, we were uh, foreshadowing this earlier in the podcast. <laughs> you guys made it. Hopefully you're still, hopefully all yeah, of you are still listening. Hopefully. Anyway, um, get up and dance a little bit. Wiggle. Wiggle. If uh, you're not with us, 
<laughs> oh man, that was good. I re- if you, I mean, you guys can see because we don't do a video podcast. But Anna was literally shaking wiggling. her arms and head back and forth, wiggling around. Oh gosh, you know, I, I think this is worked. weird. I think it really worked. I think it worked. I'm up now. I think everybody's up. They're ready. I think they're ready. Up. They're ready to accept what, the, what we're trying to tell. Them. Hopefully. <laughs> um. So yes, it says if we are faithless, then God is still going to remain faithful. Mm. Um. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's my thing. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So tasty. Oh, what in the world? Are you? are you thinking about your dad's homemade pizzas later or something? Jeez. So excited. Um, so this is showing us in our life we aren't perfect. Not we at all. Not even close. We could and never be enough. And that's why. But through God, we are enough. Yeah. You know? He made this promise to us, right? And he's keeping that promise. Right? We can't be perfect every day. Right? We'll have days. So my analogy is always faith is kind of like a roller coaster. You have days where you're up, you're in a good season, you're just you know, everything this. seems to be going right, and then you have times and where you're And then you're in the valley. Yep. You're on the mm-hmm. floor. Which, you guys should listen to the song Highlands, really talks about that, talking about how God's the same in the mountains as he is in the valleys. Mm. Anyway. Um, but, um. Okay, so we can't be perfect every day, but, because we all fall short, right? We all fall short of the glory of God. But here is the more important part. Um, God's grace is faithful. He'll remain faithful to us no matter what we do. Um, so, it's kind of like... Breathe. I know I'm you're breathing. trying. <laughs> I'm um, so, it's like this, I- this idea... Like we can live out the word of God by, again, getting into our Bible and hearing his truth and fully knowing it in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that can yeah. even be by, like, five minutes a day. Yeah, well, that's super important. Um... Is that not what you were going to say? I was thinking something a little (laughs) bit different, but that's super important to say. And I love the five minutes a day thing. I've done that at times where I wasn't reading in five minutes a day. It's crazy how much it can transform things going on. Like, I'll start out. Like, I started out five minutes a day because, you know, I never have time. But then I look back at my life and I'm saying, how don't I have time for God? That five minutes turns into the best five minutes of the day. Five minutes for me turns into maybe an hour in my Bible. Boom really hearing the truth yeah. but it's amazing so the idea that okay, i was going to talk back about to it. the idea yeah. i was going to talk about relating back to how his grace remains faithful um a lot of times i see people think that they've done this horrible thing and you know maybe god won't forgive them for it but the problem is the problem with that theory is that you are sort of saying what jesus did on the cross wasn't worth anything whenever you do that so whenever you try to base your salvation and your grace off of your works, it's it's to say that Jesus dying on the cross didn't have an effect on your life, mm-hmm. right? We have to understand that salvation is through Jesus alone. It's his works, not our own. Um, Paul talks about this in another area where it's not your works that save you. It's by God's works alone that offers you salvation and eternal life. Um, so in our life, we have to understand that, like, we have to really understand that he'll remain faithful no matter what. And it's his faithfulness is the reason why we get to heaven, right? We could be faithless, right? We could do these things. We know we shouldn't be doing these things, but he'll remain faithful even when we're faithless because his work alone is what offers us salvation, which is, I just, it's just, I love, I love, I love hearing and I love reading about that because it's just like, it brings you joy. 
that no matter how what you do, you have a God who will love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going along with our, our salvation and eternal life is given by the grace of God. Exactly. Like, he gives you that if you accept it. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to your point about getting in your Bible. So people sometimes are like, well, why do I need to get in my Bible, right? I go to church, you know, I'll sit in church for an hour and a half, you know, listen to him, read the message. So why do I need to get in this Bible? Well, here's why. Um, the Bible is, is the word of God. Well, yeah, it's, it's the word of God, says. right? So you, that alone should give you enough motivation, right? But when you read the Bible, it's what produces fruit in your life. Because, like, a pastor can stand up there and he can talk about these things that, uh, he can give you a lesson, right? Um, a, a worship leader can sing a song, right? But whenever you read the Bible, it's personal for you. You relate to it in a different way than someone else would relate to it. We could read the same verse and get completely different um, thoughts out of it mm-hmm. and get completely different, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like insight, insight out of it, uh, of what God's trying to show us could be, could be completely different. Or if we listen to the same song, maybe one song doesn't doesn't have the same effect on me as a different song has on you. Mm-hmm. And so, like that's why we need to get on in a personal level. And um, when it says that whenever we read, the Holy Spirit will produce fruit in our life and show us our our gifts, so that we can use that fruit and use those gifts towards other people. Good, good stuff. Okay, the fourth component that Paul, Anna gave me a countdown there, and I went before she finished her countdown <laughs> yeah. just just because. Um, just because. The fourth component Paul gives Timothy for his ministry that can be used in our life is to endure in the midst of suffering. He says in verse 3, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. He also says in verses 8 and 10, this is my gospel for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect. Breathe. That they too may outrun, outrun the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Excuse you. <laughs> Yo, they probably didn't even hear it. And now everyone knows. He's just a burp. It's all right. Okay, breathe before you go out of the next Sorry. part. Okay. I can hear it. Good. Okay, We're Paul, working on it. Paul is talking about a recording theme in the Bible. That as Christians, we're going to suffer. Jesus says this himself. He says that we'll be treated worse than he was. Um, he makes this clear. He makes it very clear that even though we're suffering in our temporary earthly body, an idea that we talked about earlier, uh, the word of God has eternal rule over us and can never be chained. Right? For years and years, and really since the existence of, of life, the mm-hmm. Bible has been attacked by people. And people have tried to disregard the Bible and the teachings inside of it. But um, the word of God remains firm. And it's going to continue to remain firm forever. Because it's the literal word of God. And you can't change the literal word of God. Because we'll always be working through it. To endure through suffering. um, It's this idea that whenever we endure the suffering, we can spread the kingdom of God. Because they may take your physical body, but they can never take away the Holy Spirit that's placed within you. Mm-mm-mm. So a way that we can do this in our own lives um, is to change your perspective of your suffering mm. and use it as a way to um, 
advance the kingdom. Exactly. Um, triumph and endure your suffering so others can see what you've been through um, and how God led you through it. Um, and you can, like what I did um, a couple years ago, I was struggling with body image. Yeah. And I took that and how God took my suffering and made it into my testimony. Yeah. I was able to share that and help other girls and walk them through the freedom yeah. and the joy that God gives you and a way to look at um, their bodies in the way God sees them. This is so weird. Like We literally talked about all these points today, but not even relating to what we were talking about in our podcast today. Yeah, it was like a kind of... That is so weird yeah. because at least three times we talked about yeah. the things we mentioned. It was like a preparation. Good. But like we didn't even mean it. Yeah, because these, so weird. These, these things we've said were in our notes. They just came up. That's pretty that's cool. So funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, um, that's yeah. That's allow. That's using your situation so someone else can triumph through it. You go through the struggle so someone else doesn't have to go through it, and you can walk them through it. I love yeah, it. and it's an that. example yeah. of God's faithful and that's, faithfulness that's kind in of your the life. Idea of small, like I talked about my small group earlier, giving giving your side things that you've done and helping others get through mm-hmm. it as well if they're struggling with it. That's really good. Um, we also have to like be willing, like. Not willing, but we have to, like, kind of accept the idea, like, and know we're going to suffer. Like, on these earthly time frames, we know we're going to suffer. But we know because of that suffering, we're going to be rewarded with eternal okay. glory. Right? We're going to be we're gonna be rewarded with glory that is very far, much, much better than any earthly glory we could ever get. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Yeah, so you have to focus on the eternity, not temporary, what you're feeling. And, like, the reason why we are suffering, a lot of people say, like, oh, why do people suffer? Like, like they try to make an argument against God, saying that people shouldn't suffer. But the reason why we do suffer is because God is actually training us to rule and reign beside him in heaven. Because it said that we're going to rule beside him in heaven. So whenever we suffer in our earthly life, he's using those circumstances to kind of form us and better shape us to reign with him in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's all just to make us more like the creator. In it's a really way. Good. Like if you could summarize everything we just kind of talked about, it's all to try to make us more like Jesus, which is the main goal, right? At the end of the day. Yeah, we want to have his heart, Ex- or have a heart like him. Have a heart like Jesus. There's no way we yeah. can be him. Do everything we can to become more like him. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, this isn't a part of what we read, but this reminded me of something we talked about when we talked about suffering in First Peter. It's First Peter seven. And First um, Peter, yeah. So, these have come so that so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So it's comparing our walk in faith to gold, and with gold, gold gets refined by fire, right? So in this metaphor. Fire. Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Glorified, right? You take it every... All right, all right. Shout out to Hold on, hold on. We're going back to the concert real quick. Okay, so he's using Where's a metaphor. Where's your time? Just kidding. Keep going. Um, he's using a metaphor that our faith is the gold and the fire is our suffering. And they mold together, right, to better it, to better the gold. Um, same with our faith, right? And so bring glory faith to is refined by suffering. Right, mm-hmm. and in the end, what does that suffering do? Brings more glory to the Father. Good, right. good. And it helps. It also helps us focus on our true hope, 
and, and things then, that last. Yeah. Right. Because whenever you suffer, it like forces you to focus on God and forces you to focus on Jesus, which is what matters in the end. So like it kind of realigns us in ways. Yeah. So that's what we have. It's really good. That's our podcast. Yeah. We are so good. We did We're it. so happy you guys are listening. Yeah. Um to summarize yeah. the four would, yeah. points. Um so number one. Be strong and find strength in the grace of God. Number two. Build your life and ministry upon the word of God. Number three. Live out the word of God. And number four. Is to endure in the midst of suffering. So um, we hope you guys got a lot out of this. Yeah. I know we did. Um, just sitting here talking to you guys. Um, because honestly, when you read it over again, you just find more and more things. That come out of it. Yeah, um, I really, from God. I really enjoyed. Um, it kind of goes to show, like when you reread things in the Bible, how much more he you can find you. things that you miss. Right, because like we've been kind of going over this for almost <laughs> a month. <laughs> yeah, almost a month now, and I've just been like rereading and rereading this, and each time I reread it, he's had something new. Yeah. So like, I encourage you guys to do that in your life. Like if like find verses, find chapters, and just read it over your life over and over. Because it can really get you through an entire season. Yeah, really. A cool analogy I heard one time was, like, <laughs> comparing seasons to movies. But it was talking about, like, the worship side. But it was, like, saying each each movie has a different soundtrack. And then it was, like, each season in your life has a different, like, t- kind of, like, a worship song that led you through it. Yeah. But that worship song means something different to you because it's your movie. But it could That's be really good. someone else's season and what they're going through and leading them through that one, too. So, like, you could have the same songs, but... It's really good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have anything to really do with what I talk, we talked about today, but I thought it was cool. No, it was a cool, cool yeah. Um, we encourage, thing. Yeah, we encourage you guys to uh, let let this, like, kind of transform you. Spark a fire. Um, um, like, how Paul was Paul was trying to spark a fire. Uh, help, will help Timothy spark a fire in his uh, ministry. And in your everyday lives. Yeah, so we hope that this can spark um, fire in you guys. Yeah. Right, we encourage you guys to open up your Bible this week. Try to read, even if it's just five minutes a day, like we talked, which has incredible results. And hey, we know this is a long episode, so... Sorry about that. The next one. If you paused yeah. it and you don't want to come back to it, yeah. we're so sorry. But just we really encourage back. you to yeah. unpause it in your, like, drives to school or something. Yeah, yeah. just keep coming. Um, just keep listening. We'll have things revealed. The next one won't be this long. Well, we're really, we're looking forward to something really good, um, mm. our next episode. God's been speaking to me about this next passage, yeah. so yeah. I'm excited should we, should about... Should we give him a hint of what it's going to be about? John chapter 4. Oh, you're going to tell him everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we won't tell him what, but John chapter 4... If you four, guys want to read over it yeah. so you can kind of relate to what we're going to be talking about inside of it, that would be, that would be really cool. Yeah, so you guys can know what's happening and everything. What, that's what we're going to be talking about next podcast. Probably going to be like a month from now. Hopefully less, not. But hopefully less, right? We hopefully we can like kind of re- rebuild our trust with you guys whenever we tell you when we're going to post. But we're going to be working on it. All right, guys. We hope you guys really enjoyed it, though. Yes, we really um, enjoyed making this. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see share, you. Share with people yeah, you know. Yeah, please share. Yeah. Um, we really love doing this. Um, so... We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, guys. See ya.